Hello, everybody, and welcome to 136th episode of TechCraft. This is a weekly dive into the world of tech, and uh, we are recording it on Sunday, the 3rd of July, and I have Ben in the studio with me. Long time, Ben. How are you doing? Hello, hello. Yeah, very happy to be here. Um, I, I'm really good, uh, and I'm looking forward to uh, our chat. Uh, it's, you know, Euro, uh, Euro time here. So uh, a lot of football, I know tech people, some of, some of them, they dislike football for some reason, but I'm not one of them. I love football. I think it's fun. So yeah, how could it be better? You know, we're recording that, then I'll be watching a game. Life is good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's been a while. It's, it's great to have you back, Ben. Um, we obviously keep in touch kind of outside the show, but yes. for listeners, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, I'm one of those takers who, I wouldn't say that I dislike football. I just, nothing football. It's like, you know, can be or cannot be. I don't, I don't care either way. Um, but then again, I'm not very big into sports. Well, I do like my basketball and tennis to be fair, but yeah, soccer, football, I just, I don't know. Uh, Rishi guys is off this week. He's, uh. I think he's he's on his way to Brazil at this point. I don't think he's quite there yet, but well, uh, it'll be interesting. I think it's his first time. Have you ever been, Ben, in that part of the world? No, and I was uh, reading about the Olympics, of course, and it seems that there are lots of issues around, well, first of all, waste in the water, but also all of the venues not being ready. But you never know how much of it is really just a matter of trying to get more money out of... Uh, yeah, the organizing committee, how much is true. So we're going to find out. It's going to be interesting anyway. Um, but I hear and I read very <laughs> concerning uh, reports coming from Brazil. So Rishi yeah. is there reporting live in a few <laughs> minutes. Yeah, but the good, the good thing is he's not in, the, in any of those big cities. He's actually somewhere like off-site, sort of. So yeah, I, I think he'll be okay. Um, yeah, so today, guys, we're gonna we're gonna chat about the news. We're gonna chat about some of the uh, how do you call it? High tech food? I don't know. Yeah, food or, tech. Food tech. Food, food tech. tech. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Ben is Ben is essentially mine and Rishi's guinea pig. Like he tries something and then he says, "Well, I'm still here." And me and Rishi go, "Yeah, he's still here," and his hair hasn't fallen out, fallen out, and still. So yeah. Uh, we'll we'll try that as well. Uh, so I know you're actually uh, trying something new at the moment, and I want to hear all about that as well. Um, but before we get into that, and that's something I mentioned to Rishi in the last episode, and I want to hear your thoughts because I'm actually kind of undecided. Okay. So we were talking about laptops. Yes. In the pre-show, and I mentioned that essentially what I have at the moment is I have a five-year-old MacBook Air. Okay. Uh, it's actually not too bad i think apple did a great job so it it was becoming slower and slower and slower up until the macbook uh up until the macbook came out okay. and then when macbook came out the the new operating system that they released i think it was yosemite uh so yeah uh with yosemite they improved the performance quite a lot because as a matter of fact the new the original macbook that came out in terms of the power was pretty much at the same level as my five-year-old macbook air well maybe a bit more powerful Mm. so it actually became fast again but the problem is 
Uh, the battery doesn't last for long. It lasts for about three, three and a half hours. Um, and I just hate the fan noise and the heat. Mm. So I need some, and it's time to kind of do the change. You know, it's, it's, it's time. And um, I am seriously considering getting a MacBook. Yes, it's the twelve inch. That's uh, the MacBook uh, Pro, so the the laptop, right? No, 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 the MacBook. Yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> you, you're forgetting a word. The MacBook Pro, Sergey. The Pro, say Pro. <laughs> tell me, tell me you're getting the MacBook Pro, not the MacBook. Sergey, tell me you're getting the MacBook Pro. <laughs> I'm afraid I cannot. <laughs> Um, uh, wow, so, that's old you, school. Um, that's interesting. And I can give you my reasoning. And essentially my reasoning is, uh, essentially what I plan it to be is to replace my iPad. That's first of all. And then with, with the huge MacBook. It's not huge. It's like the 12 inch one is tiny. Really? Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So that's okay. kind of. Number one, but that's not the main one by any by any uh, way of imagination. And the other one, it's just going to be a carry around machine that I carry around my house and I can use it wherever I want. And then when I need to go somewhere, I just pop it in my bag. And um, I'm almost kind of thinking that it'll be treated more like a more a better iPad than a laptop. But it's still as powerful, so I can like the, the advantage is I can I can run my programming, I can do whatever on it. Uh, doesn't require much power, lasts for amazing amount of time. I don't even need a proper power cord to carry with it. The only thing I need really is the USB cable, and then you know I just plug it in wherever I have the USB power adapter. And you have uh, another uh, anyway, uh, not laptop but desktop for gaming. Oh yeah, yeah, and I have so, a, a desktop that I use, which is my Unix machine. Well, Unix slash Windows machine for gaming and high performance stuff, right? So I still have that. So yeah, I'm kind of like the one port. I literally don't care. Like that's so, one port. So let let me understand. So you're yeah. telling me you're merging your your laptop and your iPad, and the the baby is an Apple MacBook uh, 12 inch. Yes, essentially. Yeah, it makes sense. If 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 that's the um, where you're coming from, it makes sense. Yeah, because I mean, my MacBook Air at the moment isn't getting much use. So the one thing is, like, as you might know, I hate fan noise. I just cannot stand it. Oh yeah, man, with passion, you you yeah. you could get you could kill people over. Yeah, yeah, I've seen <laughs> you. I've seen you. It's, oh yeah. <laughs> So from that standpoint of view, I actually really, really like the fact that it's a passive cool machine. So I don't need any, like I don't have to deal with any fan noise at all. Because MacBooks, like MacBook Air, you know, you put it like on your lap and it does, the fan starts kicking in after a while. And sometimes it kicks in a lot. But so, so one, one thing here, uh, I think one of the main issues with the MacBook, if I'm correct, is connectivity. So basically, you're back to the iPad in the sense that once you have that, it's pretty much like a Chromebook. You need to do everything uh, in the cloud uh, because I think you have only one port and, and it's not designed for any, any external connectivity. So is that what you're going to do? Well, I'll probably get an adapter. So it's actually, it's actually a very fast port, right? It's USB-C, uh, which I believe has like a... Mm. Uh, how do you call it? Um, 
the direct PCI express connector essentially. So it's actually very fast. So they have dongles that will throughput a monitor through it and add like two extra USB ports. So I'll probably get that, but I don't think I'll be using it frequently because I don't need any connectivity. I know that people keep complaining there is no connectivity, but it's like, why do you need anything? If you have an internet connection, you literally well, don't need well, anything else on your laptop. First of all, yeah, because you don't you because you use it as an iPad. Like if you if you do anything like recording a podcast, you already have one for the mic, right? That's and then true. it means you it's over. It's that's that's it. Yeah. Well you need a dongle then. Yeah. Which Apple sells you for only eighty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so see, already you're already getting uh, charged for okay. Yeah, but you can buy you know third party ones which are a lot more reasonable in price. Hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of what so I'm thinking. So why not why not a Chromebook then? If you don't care about anything and you just want to carry it around and and really go on the internet. I mean, you you get it's... really good machines and they worth nothing. So I'm thinking of trying to to use it half like web stuff and half development dev uh, mm. somewhat. And for that, the reason why I'm even not going for a Windows laptop, well, mm. uh, I like the fact that it's Unix, right? So I can run all of that stuff on it. So that's kind of another reason. And to be honest, that's a bit of a, like, I'm going to try it and it might work out, but I'm going to try it and it might, I might never use it, end up using it for programming. I don't know. I, I'm kind of thinking that I will, but you don't know. But the thing is like, it's time to replace my laptop for sure. I mean, it's just, it's, it's getting old. Um, but yeah, MacBook is what I'm thinking. I was thinking about getting one of those Samsungs, which is like a windows laptop, but it's also low powered, like same CPU. So it has no fans or anything and just put Linux on it. But, but, but yeah. let's talk, let's talk price because I haven't seen it. So, uh, an iPad would be what, 400 euros, something like that. I think something like that. Yeah. And yeah. how much is your, uh, MacBook 12 inch? So MacBook 12 inch would be in Europe. It would be 1400. The so cheapest th one. Three iPads. Three iPads. Okay. Wow, yeah. that's it, a lot. It is expensive. It, it is, is expensive. expensive. Wow. Uh, I'm actually looking to get a, one of the refurbished ones, the previous generation, and that one is a thousand euros. Okay, two iPads. Yeah, still yeah. expensive though. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And that's that's probably my biggest complaint with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's more than I thought. I mean, given given your use. Um, yeah, it's borderline what's, what's reasonable then. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm going to be in the States uh, sometime in the near future. And there, I'm actually thinking of picking it up there, which is there. I think it's like 1279 or something like that. Plus tax. And then... Yeah, that's crazy. Just to uh, an aside, <clears throat> I was ordering a GoToMeeting subscription, right? Okay. And some, I'm in Switzerland and by default, I don't know why they put me in Ireland. So in Ireland, it was 59 uh, euros a month. I needed up to 100 people, mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, a bit higher tier. Anyway, so it's 59 plus VAT. So, you know, you add, it was like 74 altogether. Mm -hmm. And then I, I said, no, but I'm in Switzerland. And they're like, okay, well, let's, let's uh, get the new price. And it was $59 altogether, all included. 
Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, this, this is a huge difference. Um, it is. It's insane. And so, uh, I mean, I'm, every time uh, based in Europe, we see the same and I'm really, ah, I mean, this time, you know, it, well, it worked for me, but if it had been in the other way, I would just never have used them ever again. Uh, yeah. And I don't, I don't get, well, I mean, I kind of do understand why they're doing it, but the price yeah, difference yeah, doesn't yeah. make much sense to me. So, yeah, so I'll be thinking about trying to pick it up in the States when I'm there. The only disadvantage is I'll have to deal with the American keyboard, but yeah, it's not that different. So I'm okay mm. with that. Yeah. 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 But that's what I'm thinking. And I know a lot of people don't like MacBook, MacBook, the MacBook. Um, and the new one just came out. So waiting for another year for the next one to come out just doesn't make sense to me either. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what, what are you using at the moment? You're still using the MacBook Pro. Um, I'm really happy with it. I used it for a while. I'm not coding anymore. So, but I, I used to have that for coding and it was good. I have the 15 inch just because uh, I need some, I don't have any other monitor. So really, even when I'm working at home from the office, wherever, uh, this is the only screen I use. Um, no complaints. I'm using, you know, like not 24 seven, but you know, not very far from that. Um, mm. it's, you know, uh, two and a half years old, uh, flawless, no issues whatsoever. So yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. So, uh, shall we move into food tech, Ben? Food tech. Yes. Yeah. yeah I mean, so, I, I think tell us what is food tech to begin with, right? Because I'm sure a lot of people kind of thinking what, what food tech, what, what is that? It's what I would have done if I were 20 today, uh, or okay. 18. Um, why? I mean, we all agree that feeding the planet is going to be a challenge when we are 9 billion. We know it's going to be a challenge. Um, we're already over um, producing. It's, it's difficult. So you have several choices. Either you improve the existing, and that's been done quite a, you know, heavily, um, or and you, you find mean like genetic, genetic, genetic is or one or just better data. So if you look at satellite companies, they will uh, look into your field and tell you exactly when to, where you need to put more uh, stuff and uh, when to, um, you know, when to do certain kind of work. So you, you improve the output, uh, not dramatically, but a few percent here and there. And, you know, overall it's, it makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, and, and anyway, we'll need that, you know, that, that would be, uh, we will always need that. So we will need to work on that. But then there's also all the question of, okay, there are inefficiencies in the system. Uh, a cow is a very nice animal. I love cows. Uh, however, it's very inefficient in terms of calories. Um, mm -hmm. eating a steak, it's just a waste of, uh, a waste of everything. Um, it's a lot of water. It's a lot of food. It's, uh, you know, the way we process it and everything. So the tech industry being always a bit uh, self-confident is thinking, all right, we're going, here's an inefficiency, hooray, we're going to solve that. And the way they're doing it are several, you probably heard about the most crazy ones, like this company wanting to produce a burger out of meat that they kind of cultivate uh, in vitro, right? Mm -hmm. That's food tech. Um, but I think the, the one that's being used and probably version 1.0 is uh, 
is everything around meals that have all that you need. Uh, Soylent, Joylent, and the many, many different uh, variation on this concept. Mm -hmm. um, finally, you also have linked to food tech, um, you know, the companies who are trying to make uh, products similar to eggs, similar to leather, everything that comes from animals, pretty much, if you can reproduce it uh, in a lab, uh, you do it cheaper, faster, quicker, and so forth. So there are a lot of questions around that, of course, uh, but that's what makes it fascinating, right? Uh, some ideas are going to be wonderful, some are going to be very stupid, and that's the beauty of new technologies. We laugh about some, and some will be such part of our lives that we won't even realize that ne you know, they've never been around for centuries before. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, well, I don't think that the, the Joylent and Soylent are going to be that they're not going to be something that people would say, oh, how could people live before that? I think that is not going to make it. But I really mm -hmm. think that um, we'll see a lot of what makes our, our, our food will be much healthier um, and transparent that, than the processed food we have. Um, mm -hmm. So, but this, you know, there are many questions in, in food tech. Um, and what, what is Soylent, right? What, what does it do? It's essentially like, I know it's essentially a combination of some ingredients that they mix up and it has all the everything that you, your body possibly needs, but where do they make those and take those ingredients from, right? That's still natural. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's a very good question. Basically it's still, uh, it's still natural. You can go, there's a pretty good website called blend runner in, in one word, blendrunner.com. Mm -hmm. um, and there they compare the many different, you know, Soylent, there's one called Mana, I never tried, uh, Joylent, and, and so forth. Uh, and you can also see there what's inside. And some will have a lot of soybeans, uh, milk, some will have nuts, some will have, um, you know, other kind of... Uh, it's pretty much it's natural. So, mm -hmm. um, but the question of natural... Every, you know, at the end of the day, everything is natural. It's not that we can, unless you, you would eat like, you know, plutonium or God knows, you know. Yeah. Uh, and even that would be not, you know. But, um, so maybe I'm, I'm going to give you an example of what I'm thinking. Uh, I used to um, eat uh, Joylent every day. Yeah, which is what Rishi and I are still, are still consuming at the moment. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Which is nice. I mean, it's it's okay. Like it definitely fills you in. Uh, you know, I don't think any of us had had any negative experience with it in terms of none of us got sick or anything like that. Uh, and they started doing bars now, so it's no longer just a powder which you mix with the water. You yeah. can get like a bars, uh, which I still actually prefer the powder. But sometimes I I do order a small percentage of bars now, so that sometimes when I feel like eating something solid, I'll it does, right? Yeah, and, and I, I've been very happy with it. But then looking into it, um, they use something, uh, it's kind of a sugar called maltodextrin. Mm -hmm. And it's processed food, basically. So uh, it's kind of a, a, it's a white powder, it doesn't taste anything, but it's very good in terms of uh, filling you in, as you say, right? Um, the oh, issue that's the thing that actually creates that feeling of, 
been full, is it? Yeah, it's it's part of it. So yeah, it's uh, glucose. So um, it's and it's very efficient in that way. So okay. the issue with that is um, you, you're not quite sure the effect on your body. Um, it's not necessarily very bad, but it might have a negative impact on your bacteria in, in your guts. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you look into the role, I mean, that, that's a world we don't know, right? So there's, there are so many of them in our gut, in our stomach, that we have no clue what the impact of having slightly better or slightly worse could be. I mean, you, you read so many. So mm-hmm. I looked into getting one that would do the same, but without maltodextrin. And that's why I switched to one called Bertrand, B-E-R-T-R-A-N-D. Uh, it's a German one, um, mm-hmm. and um, it's all natural. I mean, there's no, there's no processed food in there at all. Mm-hmm. And that I find interesting. Well, then they say it's, uh, you know, like organic food. Uh, I don't know about organic. You know, I think this is maybe food tech before food tech. Um, it it could be anything, so I'm not really. That's not why I'm I'm having it. Okay, and how do you feel now? Like, is it you've been taking it for a while now, right? Yeah, so it's not not very long, but maybe a month for it. So, mm-hmm. and you feel the difference. You're not as filled, um, but in a way, I find that good. Uh, because it's more like you had a normal meal uh, and, you know, you don't overeat. And I just feel a little bit, hang- you, 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 you know you had enough, but you're still a little bit hungry. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sure, maybe some people don't like it, but I think this is the natural feeling that I'm aiming for, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with Jolent, I was like, okay, <laughs> that's it. Thank you very much. Uh, talk tonight, right? Yeah. So um, I think I like it. Uh, it's a bit more so there's nuts inside and they are like, you have pieces of nuts, right? Okay. So you're back to uh, something slightly more, um, slightly more, yeah, closer to what Solid. you know. And the good thing is that it's vegan. So there's no milk uh, or eggs in it, which is also, I think, pretty good. Um, and the taste is the same. I mean, that's that's the, the what they all have in common. It doesn't taste much, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, I, I like it, and I think really for people who are uh, looking into those kind of food, they should give it a try just because it's a nice contrast. Okay, and have you looked in, at, into the other ones that are available in Europe? Because there are quite a few, and Bertrand is actually not the one that I've ever come across until you mentioned it. Yeah, well, mana I never tried, I have to say. Uh, quill uh, is another one I never tried. And I, I tried to to order one from the UK that is called Huel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was like uh, 40 euros for the, the food and then 40 euros for uh, shipping. So like, yeah, okay. yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> so that's it. For now, that's it. Um, but then again, I mean, most are like var- variations that are very, very close, uh, one from the other. Like, I think if you get quill or mana or, or joyland, I don't think there's so much of a difference. Mm. Yeah, I will. Uh, you know what? That's probably going to be once I run out of my current supply of joyland, I might, I, I will probably give this one a shot and we'll see what that's like. Obviously, yeah. if, if you're still around by then, Ben. 
Mm. Yeah, if, if I, your tests go well. <laughs> I always read for weeks before. I mean, John and I read for almost a year wow. to see. And then Bertrand, yeah, that was... Um, actually, what happened is I had a friend who only had that for a month. At the beginning, for the first two weeks, and then his girlfriend were like, dude, you know, seriously. And so what he did, he had that over the week. And then on the weekend, he, they would go um, and had good uh, meal, you know, out, outside. Mm -hmm. um, so that, but still, he, he really enjoyed it and it went very well. All right. Nice. Nice. Uh, but the one thing, so as you mentioned when we started talking about it beforehand, that this thing's actually trying to solve a real problem. Right. And the real problem is the fact that uh, we're running out of food in the world in terms of we won't be able to feed anybody, everybody. Well, you could say that we already cannot feed everybody. There are some pretty serious you know, food shortages in certain parts of the world. But then there is way too, too much food in other parts of the world. So that's kind of that's the first thing I tackle yeah. if it was me. Right? It is inefficient. It's, it's, Everything. Yeah. 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 Uh, and obviously part of the waste, uh, part of the food waste reason is because, well, the food just goes bad, right? And they have to throw it out. Um, yeah. So this solves it in a sense, I believe this is essentially food that doesn't really get bad uh, or it, it takes a much longer time for it to kind of spoil. Uh, you know, it should give you all the nutrition you could possibly need. Uh, very efficient to ship, very efficient to store, right? Mm -hmm. But here is the one problem with it that I see steel, and that's the fact that you still need natural resources in order to produce it. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we're organic being, right? I mean, yeah. that's, that's the limit for sure. I think the, and that we won't solve. Um, there will still be 9 billion people to feed. Uh, and, and I, you know, you will still need to have vast areas only dedicated to that with all the risks in terms of, you know, epidemies and whatever, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, well, I don't think you if you find a way to solve that. Don't you think good. that they'll ever start essentially making food in food in the labs, like grow food in the labs or create food in the labs? Well, but that you will still need some source of energy. So, and you would, mm -hmm. so uh, yeah, I think you, this is, you're not going to get something that's much more efficient. I mean, plants are very efficient. Um, then animals are not so much because they need to grow and they need to, you know, we need to uh, wait for a while and, and so forth. Whereas a plant, it grows, cut it, uh, you use the, the parts and, and you're good and, and this, you start over. But when you look into it, I'm, I'm for sure, and a part of food tech is, uh, is very interesting and that's um, how to grow salads. Uh, le 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 how do you call that? Salads, you say in English? Uh, lettuce salads. Lettuce, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so we have something close from where I'm living. Actually, uh, you could look it up, it's, you know, think Japan. Uh, because that's where they also do it. Um, you have your lettuce at the beginning. It's very small, so it's all indoor, right, in the lab. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning, it's, at the, it's like a big circle. When it's small, it's at the center because it doesn't need a lot of space. And then it goes um, pushed toward the end of the circle, 
because it grows bigger and bigger and there's more space, so that's easy to picture. Um, and then at the end, well, it gets cut and, and that's it. So that's one part. So you, you, you use the space in a dynamic, clever way first. Yeah. Second one is that everything happens from below. So they get the nutrients and everything and they spray, spray it below the salads and the water would go down, uh, you know, and they can take it again, reuse it and spray it over and over and over. So there you, you have far less uh, use of water. Oh, you're so, talking about one of those labs where the thing is not actually in the ground. It's like in some pots and then you, exactly. you see the, um, whatever you call the them. The roots, yeah. The roots, yeah, just kind of hang in there. Exactly. The okay, yeah. And it's ex extremely impressive, but... And you could actually do it multi-layer as well because you don't need the ground, right? So you can have like 15 stores of this. Well, they, then of... as you spray, you need it to be one, one, well, we can have different stories, you know, but it, yeah. it, it won't be on top of another, it would be like separate. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then you don't have any insects in there, so you don't need any pesticides of any kind. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty good. So you've already three very clever ways, you're solving three issues. But, and that's the best, I had the opportunity to taste it uh, actually more than once. Mm -hmm. And it is actually better than uh, salad. It's just the texture is, is stronger. The taste is the same, you know, I mean, you're not going to change that much. It's, mm -hmm. It doesn't, doesn't have a, a strong taste. But um, yeah, it's, it's, not cr it's crunchier in a way. Yeah, that would be the, the way. And it's nice. really interesting because they have more time, you know, they don't have to stress the, the plant and, and so forth. And it grows stronger. That's as, as simple as that. It has, it's like an athlete, right? It gets all the right ingredients and the right environment, and then it just gets stronger. And so if I had a choice, um, I would definitely go for that one, even if it's a bit more expensive, which I'm not sure it is at the moment. I, don't, I didn't get the pricing. Um, okay. Hmm. So that would be food tech. And that for me is really, ah, you know, it's, it's the best. I mean, what could, what, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe some people would say, oh, it needs to grow in the ground um, so that it's real food. But why would you say that, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, hmm. tomatoes and all of that. It's been a while that we never had any that were, you know, like, unless you have a garden, it's not, in, it's not in the ground. Well, I don't know. Chances are it probably is just, you know, with tons of pesticides and chemicals. Oh, no, tomatoes now, they're all indoor. They're all, they're very advanced. It's all oh, a really? very high. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, interesting. Hmm. Um, Okay. But tomatoes, they don't taste very good. I mean, that's the point. They're, I mean, they're not like when you go to the supermarket, they're not, they're not the best. Whereas lettuce, they're great. But, and, and I'm confident that we're going to see more of that. And um, so I'm, I, I the hope... The question I have yeah. is, you know, like this company, like Joyland, Soylent, Bertrand, um, it seems like they're not serving the markets which we're saying need the food tech, right? It's It doesn't seem like they're uh, targeting, you know, Africa or whatever, starving nations with them. It's actually targeted towards fairly wealthy, uh, well-educated people in the yeah, first yeah. world countries. So that's like the opposite of their, <laughs> of what we're talking about as like the demographics of this sort of things are. 
So. Well, but like, you know, you didn't have cell phones in Africa where, you know, it's been a more transformative technology in Africa than in Europe or in the US, right? Mm -hmm. uh, far more. Uh, sure. It's true. And, and, um, so what you're saying, it needs to develop here and then progress over there. I can see that happening, but then, you know, it's food. So I don't know, I don't know enough about those countries to see the acceptance here. I know it's very hard. I know most people around me wouldn't touch it with, with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. No way. So I think there's a lot of work to do and I don't know, maybe the, I don't know, maybe they're very ready. Um, and they'll be the, the one pushing it. I have no clue. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So we do have to wrap up because Ben, I uh, believe the, the match is starting soon. If oh, not already started. Yeah, it has. But it has yeah. two minutes, Ben, you missed, you missed everything. Probably. Yeah. But, but <laughs> hey, don't joke because it's France, Iceland today. And, Two minutes in versus England, it was already 1-1. One, one, so. <laughs> All right, so we will wrap up at this point. Uh, ben, always a pleasure having you on the show, explaining full tech to us uh, and, you know, guiding myself and Rishi through this uh, best ways of getting our food in, I suppose. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to trying Petrand in the future. Uh, the packaging yeah. looks very... Uh, how would you how would you call it? Uh, very organically. It's organic to the core. <laughs> yes, precisely. You, you will feel one with uh, Pachamama. It will be beautiful. <laughs> uh, so yes, Ben. Again, thanks. Uh, pleasure as always, uh, guys. If you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or any other podcast of your choice. Uh, follow us on social media at Techcraft Nation for the podcast. At Big Curly for Ben and at Sergey slash for me. And uh, yeah, we will see you next week with another awesome episode. So see you guys. Bye.